This is Sound and Vision on KEXP. Ketamine treatment centers are opening all over Seattle. The psychedelic drug is used to help with PTSD, depression, anxiety, and other ailments. But it does come with controversy. These treatments look and feel much different than most mental health treatments. It also sounds different because music is an important part of ketamine infusions. KEXP's Rachel Stevens has the story. If you listen to Drive Time on Tuesdays or Evie Stokes' show on Sundays, you might notice a little bit extra magic. And that magic is KEXP volunteer Jim Kazi. Yes. Um, sorry, one second. My cat is here. Yeah. <laughs> is it Pixel? This one is Pixel, yeah. They're all in here being boogers and <laughs> crawling around the speakers, but Pixel's the one who wants some love right now. Jim is the kindest soul and such an amazing person to have on any team. He makes all around him feel loved. We became fast friends. And on Tuesdays, Jim and I catch up and talk about all kinds of things, big and small, while we both work on drive time. Jim and I both struggle with depression. So when he told me he was going to start ketamine treatments, I was super curious. Ketamine treatments are controversial. Ketamine was originally synthesized in 1962 as a sedative for horses and dogs. You might know it as a recreational drug that can be taken in powder or liquid form, but it has been used for antidepressants. In 2019, the FDA approved nasal spray of ketamine in conjunction with oral antidepressants. There are worries in the medical community that ketamine could be addictive. And that nasal spray comes with black box warning of side effects, including abuse and misuse, disassociation, suicidal thoughts, and behavior. Some of the most common side effects are dizziness, nausea, sedation, anxiety, vomiting, and feeling drunk. Ketamine is a dissociative anesthetic. And I've had experiences with sort of like nausea and like hyper vomiting with like general anesthetic before. So I was a little just like physically nervous, like, hey, is this going to make me sick? You know, I started this program because I was really, really suffering, right? I was in a lot of pain. So part of me was excited at the notion of something that could really help. Ketamine infusions can be rapid acting antidepressants. It's meant for people who have tried to treat their depression in other ways, like medication or seeing a therapist, but they're getting no results. I asked Jim how he knew that he was a good candidate. You go through a clinical screening, and there's a set of conditions that, you know, they consider persistent depression, you know, the recurrent depression and, you know, anxiety, chronic pain, and there's a few others, but it's you kind of got to have like a serious problem that isn't responding to other treatments before, you know, you can go down this path. Can your problem be that you're only listening to the Grateful Dead? <laughs> <laughs> I do think that's a problem. Um, that's not one that I have, luckily. <laughs> you don't listen to the Grateful Dead, but you do listen to music during ketamine infusions, at least at Northwest Ketamine Clinic, where Jim goes. They use a program called Wave Paths. It's a program that the therapist uses during the infusion, but it's also a platform, an app that patients can log into after their infusions. The app provides adaptive music for psychedelic therapy in collaboration with ambient musicians, including people like John Hopkins, Greg Haynes, and Brian Eno. It's pretty cool. You can select, like, which substance are you using? Is it mushrooms? Is it ketamine? Is it LSD? What's the dose and how long? And then the app essentially sets up what the length of the experience and its prediction about when the administration starts, like where are you going to peak and where are you going to come down? 
And it lets you select different moods and styles for different phases of the experience. To be clear, a medical professional is manning that WavePass app with Jim present. Their algorithm generates different ambient electronic music, whereas others, you know, maybe it's more crucial or more difficult or more challenging. It, you know, it's more of like a curated playlist. But you select throughout the phases of the experience, like, what is the mood you're trying to deliver? You know, like, maybe today is one where I really just want to be soothed. So it's more calming. Maybe, you know, you're going to explore something traumatic and you want, like, it to crescendo with bittersweet music. something that's invigorating or frightening, right? You know, depending on what you're going for, it, you know, it, it, it has a ton of options. I feel like a lot of us music lovers used to say, music is therapy. And then we had to backtrack on that a little bit and be like, okay, you should see a real therapist if you want to. But with ketamine treatments, music is actually therapy. I asked Jim to tell me about his first infusion. The first sensation, I suddenly felt like, you know when you take a really strong, like a spray antihistamine and suddenly you're like, man, I can breathe. This is awesome. And then you start to feel super relaxed and my body is like super, super relaxed, which is great. It's cool. And it comes on pretty quickly. I went from feeling like I was very relaxed and high in my body to... I was aware I had a body, and if I tried really hard, I could, like, wiggle my fingers or, like, notice where my feet were. But I really, like, left my physical presence and started to have strong visual hallucinations that were, I would say, triggered and shaped by what was going on in the music. In fact, before my first infusion, I kind of felt like I became the music. These experiences are built with music and ketamine and therapy. And the person who has orchestrated Jim's treatments is named Trevor Bidstrup. He's the lead psychotherapist at Northwest Ketamine Clinic. I think my journey has its roots back in personal exploration, you know, in early college times, back when I was up at Western, um, up in Bellingham, Washington. I went to Western to study philosophy and psychology, which both tend to mesh nicely with psychedelics. Um, I to say, <laughs> do my, all ketamine right. <laughs> treatment facilitators in Seattle come from Bellingham? <laughs> it seems like it. It does seem like it. <laughs> and then I kind of fit the mold even further, getting my graduate degree from Bastyr University. Oh, there uh, you go. It's yeah. kind of known for its more holistic and naturopathic focus on counseling and other arts, too. Northwest Ketamine Clinic is one of at least 12 ketamine clinics in Seattle, all of which have opened in the past few years. There are Facebook pages for a lot of these clinics where you can find comments like, why would I spend so much money on this when my friend Doug can give me special K for $30? Trevor wants to emphasize that ketamine infusions are not that. I think sometimes we get the wrong idea, you know, thinking that this is that. And although it's the same molecule, it's a very different experience. This psychedelic experience is immersive. A couple days after the infusion, you have a therapy session where you can talk about what you experienced and work through feelings that may have come up. There's also a journaling component throughout treatments. It is complete, 
but it is expensive. Right now, that's perhaps the one part of this line of treatment that rests the most uneasy with me, is the cost and the accessibility to people. For example, to do the ketamine-assisted psychotherapy program with me at our clinic, which is six infusions, it's over 20 hours of service, you know, it's eight therapy appointments, it's quite a lot, it's a big investment. Um, we're talking a magnitude of multiple thousands of dollars. You know, it's not a cheap program. And it, it, sits, it sits strange with me, but I think I find a little bit of peace knowing that the amount of benefit I've seen patients experience in five weeks rivals the amount of benefit I've seen patients experience in a year working with me before doing this line of work. It's spendy, but Trevor says ketamine treatments work. Generally speaking, typically 70% of patients experience a reduction of symptoms of about 50%, you know, essentially cut in half. So it's quite profound, um, especially, you know, I, I worked as a therapist not working with psychedelics before this. I am, um, I'm blown away. I really am. It's, it's one of those things where when you work with somebody for a year and you can kind of move the percentage points, you know, maybe, maybe 20% if you're lucky as opposed to this treatment where you come in for five weeks and we're seeing 70 plus percent, um, it's, it's remarkable. I asked Trevor who ketamine infusions are for. Specifically, I wanted to know about people who struggle with depression. Asking for a friend, right? Trevor reiterated that ketamine is not a first-line treatment and that with depression, sometimes there's an event that causes the pain. Initially, there's a sting. You know, after you maybe lose a loved one or go through a separation or lose a pet, any of those sorts of things, there's an initial sting that we kind of work through where the feelings are very intense. And then for some people, you kind of reach a stuck point, you know, where it feels like I can't break out of the loop. When you're stuck, that's usually when it's quite helpful. Jim was stuck in his depression. No other medicine or therapy worked for him. Ketamine treatments worked for Jim. When I interviewed him, he was almost finished with treatment, and I asked him how he was feeling about his upcoming last session. It's bringing a ton of relief. Like, I feel a lot better pretty much every day since this started. So I'm psyched for it. The next one I kind of, I'm really hoping to surrender and have, and just see where it takes me, you know, even if it's really difficult. Um, like, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Since recording this interview, Jim has finished his ketamine treatments. He tells me that he has never felt better. He has his Wave Pass playlist from sessions that he listens to still. And he has his journal entries that he can revisit anytime he wants to. While we were catching up on drive time this week, Jim told me that he's now worried that this good feeling won't last, which feels like the best problem to have after feeling bad for so long. I'm Rachel Stevens for Sound and Vision on KEXP. That was Sound and Vision. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and consider giving a one-time $20 donation to help support this show at kexp.org slash sound. Thanks for listening.